0: Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 140 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by Irineo. And he writes, Hello there once again, maestro Pinkavichus. Now that is an interesting subject you chose for your podcast. Actually, I suspect different keys have different taste or meaning depending on each individual. For instance... Bach's splendid toccata in G minor BWV915 has a fantastic fugue which is not only splendid but jocular. It's extremely witty as far as I am concerned. It sure doesn't sound sad or dark a bit. Uh, But there is supposedly this treaty about uh, different keys and the way they taste or are perceived by people. I couldn't locate a good friend of mine who told me about it many years ago, nor could I learn its name, but I recall having read about a luthier who developed a very special instrument, harpsichord, and stated that keys might actually have their own flavor, like C having a tart or sour taste, D being uh, tasteless, E having a sweet one, F a bitter one and so on and so forth. Can you perhaps guide me here, maestro? By the way, I'm still working on the translation of my short chorale, which has a feature I've yet to see in music history, I dare say, but as soon as I finish it, I'll upload it as you kindly suggested. Keep up the good work, you both. Greetings as usual, very truly yours, Irineo. So, this is a big question, Red right, Ocean. Well, yes. What do you think about it?
1: Well, I think it's a fascinating subject, you know, talking about different characters of different keys. And there is actually so much information written about it. Not so much nowadays, but, you know, in the historical sources.
0: And today... This information sometimes is uh, transmitted incorrectly because uh, the instruments might sound alike because of the temperament and uh, the player doesn't uh, feel the difference between the keys.
1: Yes, that's that's very true because the equal temperament sort of loses all those colors that ancient instruments had and historical temperaments had.
0: What's your favorite key, Osho?
1: Well, I don't have one particular key, but I definitely prefer keys with flat accidentals, with flats, mm-hmm. such as, for example, F major or no E flat major, C minor, G minor, D minor, D minor. I like D minor a lot.
0: And what's the difference between D minor? Let's say this is with one flat and E minor with one sharp for you, in your mind.
1: Well, I don't know, but flat keys sound better for me and it's actually more comfortable for me to play. And even on the historical temperaments, I think D minor is much more used given E minor. And that's because of, you know, of the of a dominant chord of both keys. Which is? Which is, you know, in E minor it would be B, D sharp and F sharp. And basically it's quite uncommon to have D sharp on, on historical instrument.
0: It usually is um, E flat instead yes, of D sharp. Yes,
1: because C flat is uh, used more often, so If it doesn't have a split key, it has E-flat, not D-sharp.
0: And if it doesn't, uh, if you can play any kinds of keys, then it means the temperament is uh, adjusted or modified. Yes,
1: and in D-minor, you know, the dominant chord would be A, C-sharp and E, and C-sharp, everything is fine with it, because C-sharp is uh, is C-sharp, not D-flat.
0: Much more common C-sharp than D-flat.
1: Yes. And I always wondering, you know, when I'm thinking about early music, about about Buxtehudes, F-sharp, minor, prelude, preludium, I just, you know, can't imagine how it could be played on the historical temperament. Because it starts with, you, with, you know, F-sharp, A, and then E-sharp and G-sharp. It's unbelievable. Mm. I think maybe somebody you know just transposes for I don't know scholarly purpose uh,
0: f sharp A, E sharp and G sharp, right Yes that's E sharp. imagine E sharp is uh, extremely rare it's it seems like you're hitting the note f.
1: yes, and it should sound you know quite badly on the mean tone temperament.
0: From the books, yes. the time. Yes. Didn't he order it some kind of adjustment of the temperament in in his Marienkirche L- in Lübeck?
1: No, I have to check. You no, know, Carol Snyder book about it. I cannot recall it exactly. He did it, but I think he did something.
0: But was it uh, about the same time or not? We cannot tell.
1: Yes, yes, and because you know, no autograph score is available of this organ works so, you know, we might just guess.
0: So, another option, of course, is to transpose this piece. I
1: know, and I think maybe some of the pieces were transposed, actually.
0: And to transpose to which key in this case? Up or down?
1: Well, that's a good question. I think up. To? G minor.
0: Oh, G minor is quite common, right? Yes, yes. It only has two flats, and the dominant is...
1: uh, With F sharp, so that's that's okay. D, F sharp, and D.
0: One of the most common keys, actually. I know,
1: it is one of the most common.
0: That's why Tundra composed so many preludiums in G.
1: Yes, and Buxtehude, too. (laughs)
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: There are quite a few you no know, preludium in G minor. But what about you? What is your favorite key? I
0: I've, I've been trying to avoid this question, therefore I've been <laughs> questioning you. Well um okay. I like E flat major maybe because of that famous prelude in Fugue in E flat major by Bach. Right, it, it has this solemn character, maybe even a royal character. While royal, because you remember the opera by Mozart, uh, Zauberflöte.
1: Yes, yes, I remember it, the magic flute.
0: Mm-hmm. And in which key the, the opening, the overture starts? In
1: E-flat major. And because, you know, it it has like three flats So there are speculations that it might, you know, mean in general also the Holy Trinity too Uh Especially in Bach's case But also in Mozart's case it's it's sort of a magical key
0: Why is it magical?
1: Well, it's related, you know, with Masonic order and all those kind of mysteries Ah. And with alchemy
0: and the the number three is very secret. Yes,
1: yes, it's a secret number in 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 many actually religions and different cults. The three is you no know, a magical number.
0: Why Mozart couldn't have written it in let's say A major with three sharps? If it's three, then why not sharps?
1: That's a good question. I never thought about it. Do you know why?
0: Sharps would be a little uh, more difficult to play for his beloved uh, clarinet.
1: And I think, you know, maybe it's related with uh, trombones too. Because it's a rare case, you know, that that actually trombones were used very often in religious music. True. Like religious cantatas and it was uh, very seldom a case to use it in opera. And I think it's much more, you know, easy much easier for trombones to play in flat keys as for most brass instruments, as far as I know.
0: Exactly.
1: And I think that's why he chose no E flat major.
0: Exactly. Uh, then I like, of course, I like A major though. Um, remember this prelude and Fugue by Bach 536.
1: Yes, I remember it, but when I think about A major, the first piece that comes to my mind is actually not an organ piece, but it's Mozart's variations on A major and that very famous theme. I think everybody knows it.
0: Oh, you mean the variations from the sonata yes. where the where the last movement is the very famous, or am I mistaken? which one is uh, Turkish march
1: I think it's of that yes of that sonata, so the first movement is not written in a sonata form, but it's a variations mm-hmm. in a e major
0: exactly. And what the character of those variations?
1: Very sweet, actually, very sweet, nice and sweet.
0: And what's the meter
1: then?
0: 6-8? Yes, it's 6-8. Yeah, it should be like 6-8. Yes,
1: it's 6-8. And what
0: dance could it remind you?
1: Well, no. very often Vežygis is written in 6-8, but it's not that ki- character of Vežygis. It's more... It's, it's more like a Bergarol,
0: Bergarol or, or Sicilian.
1: Yes, or so Sicilian, yes.
0: Oh, but G is usually faster. Yes, so, so it, maybe it's uh,
1: probably a Sicilian.
0: 9-8 or twelve eight. 8 I yes. think. So uh, if it's a Sicilian, it has a pastoral character, nature, right?
1: Yes, and A major is very suited for for you know, nature, for pastoral mm-hmm. use.
0: So guys, you see what are we doing here we are remembering well-known pieces in various keys comparing the characters and uh, then uh, finding out similarities between them and maybe discovering the meter and what kind of dance goes with that meter right and then it appears you can have a system of, of keys meters and uh, dances also, yes, true. So when you play any organ piece in any key, look at, at the key meter and the character and see if you can find a similar one by another composer, maybe from another instrument or even period, which has a similar character key yes. or meter.
1: And I'm sure that you might find, you know, some actually similarities between different composers, because those keys were not chosen accidentally or, you know, particular meter.
0: Exactly, they they have symbolic m- meaning always.
1: Yes, and there are quite, you know, a few, you know, a few famous theorists or, you know, musicologists or composers that have talked about it, you know, in V treatises, such as for example Jean Philippe Rameau, or you know uh, also Quantz, Joachim Quantz, on playing the flute he talked about keys too. Uh,
0: Marc Antoine Charpentier. Yes. These are the main ones. And C P Bach of course should have
1: well, he did not talk so much about keys. He talked m- more about, you know, like uh, furubies, uh, that kind of stuff.
0: What about Kinberger?
1: Yes, I think you can find, you mm-hmm. know, things. Uh,
0: Kirnberger was a student of Bach, so
1: yes. So you can, you know, by studying Kirnberger, can think about what Bach, you know, thought about about keys and meters.
0: Excellent. So, this is a fascinating ex- subject for you to d- explore. And please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow, don't we, Osha? Yes. Okay, this was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice,
1: miracles happen.